You're listening to the Gates Church Podcast. For more information or to support this ministry, please visit thegates.org. So before he speaks, I just want to uh, pray for him. Let's bow our heads. And, and God, just again, I want to thank you for, for Pastor Walter. Thank you for bringing him to this place uh, week in and week out. And thank you for bringing him to the gates this morning for uh, such a time as this. I do believe that uh, what you've given him to share with us is important and, and timely um, for each of us. And so, Holy Spirit, would um, your words speak through his and would our hearts um, truly be soft and and just our ears be open God to you and and be grateful God for what you're doing in our midst as as Pastor Walter shares so bless him as he shares with us and and we pray this in Jesus precious name amen thank you thank you well good morning everyone Uh, before I get started just uh want to let you know how privileged I feel and uh, how thankful I, I am to the Lord for this opportunity. Uh, I know it's not my mother language, but I will try to do my best. I remember I shared with you about a year or so ago. And at that time, I told them my English wasn't so good. Still, it's not too good, but I will try my best. So, it's a privilege to know to share the Word of God, because the Word of God is power. It's power, and it's really powerful to turn life around and to change. And I believe that's what the Word of God do in our life. You know, uh, one time somebody was asking me, when you sing to the Lord, why, why did you cry? Why are there tears, you know, rolling down your cheek? I say, I don't cry because of my emotion. I cry because of the love He had put in my heart and what I know what He had done in my life. He is the only one. That was able to transform my life. And I, I've been meeting with Greg and, um, and Blair, uh, Pastor Greg and Blair. And we've been uh, quite a bit, you know, developing that friendship and encouragement. We have been encouragement to each other. Because we, we are human, you know. I mean, like, uh, the point that we are pastoring a church doesn't make us a... Uh, super powerful minds. We're human, and we are sensitive to uh, trial and obstacles and situations that hit our life in different ways. But I thank the Lord, you know, because He has put in them in my life to encourage one to another and motivate us one to another. And we have created, you know, like a good fellowship in the Lord in the same way as friendship. And... Um, they, they were just, you know, sharing with me that they started, you know, talking to you about the, the journey with Jesus, you know, how to walk with Jesus. And I'm not going to talk about the, the journey, but I'm going to talk about the storms of life, situations that we struggle with, circumstances, you know, that hit our life when we less expect it. I think we are all familiar with that, you know. Things happen. And situations change, you know, from one minute to the other. So, I have just, you know, named this uh, sermon, The Storms of Life. And I want to read to you in Matthew fourteen twenty seven. And once again, it's a big privilege to me to be here with you and sharing 
uh, the word of the Lord. But in Matthew 24, verse 17, there is a, you know, situation that comes around and things that are happening uh, in, in people's life. But circumstances, you know, that you cannot control, situations that cannot be, you know, in your hands, make it hard. And here's Jesus speaking, you know, and talking to uh, the disciples. And, and he says, you know, I'm sorry, it's Matthew 14, 27. I'm sorry about that. I, I'm, I'm nervous, okay? It's not, a, it's not a, you know, like I usually... Before I start my preaching, I want to check something. I want to check my language setting. You don't want to start listening to me speaking in Spanish because you're going to be here for a while. But in English, it's a church sermon, okay? So, <laughs> yeah, but Matthew 14, verse 17, uh, or 27, it says this, But Jesus spoke to them at once. Don't be afraid, he said. Take courage. I am here. We are going to start from this reality. We all know that Jesus is with us, right? We believe that, right? Because that's what the gospel is, you know? I mean, the gospel is that he is not there. He's alive. We're singing it. You know, we worship him. We say it on a song. But the most important thing is that we need to believe it. I mean, if we sing it and we don't believe it, I mean, what difference are we making? You know, if we just saying, you know, like, uh, and wants to encourage another person and say, no, you know, like, uh, uh, be, be encouraged in the Lord. He's, he's with you. He's, he's alive. I mean, he's not dead. But you don't believe it. It doesn't make any difference. You know, that, therefore, you know, what I'm sharing with you, what I transmit to you, is something that I believe, something that is real to my life. You know, I mean, I'm not just coming here, you know, to preach a sermon that I study, that I put it, you know, through different, you know, like uh, books. No, I'm just here to tell you what he had done in my life. Things, you know, where I was struggling with, you know, situation where I thought I was not going to be able to get back on my feet. And I, I literally uh, felt him, you know, lifting me up, you know, and say, the journey is still going. This is not the end of the way yet. You know, so... And it's a big difference between journey and taking a walk. You know, because you, you know, if you put it in your life, you say, if you say, okay, I go for a walk. I mean, like a walk doesn't need a commitment. A walk doesn't have a, a place where you're going to. You just go for a walk. You know, you can say, I go for a walk to, to the park. Okay? But if you, you know, but if the way you, you change your mind, you say, no, I better go for a walk to the mall. You, you can switch it. You can shift, you know, those uh, ideas. But a journey is something that you have to be committed to. It's something that is taking you to, to a place where you want to get. You know, a journey is a totally different. It's something that is guiding you. It's something that is leading you through life. So when you say a journey when, when Jesus, with Jesus, that means that we're walking where He is leading us. And we know where He's leading us, right? Do we know where He's leading us? He's leading us to eternal life. That's what He had promised, right? That's what He promised to you. That's what He promised to me. You know, when people ask me, why do you believe that? I mean, why do you think, you know, there is a life after this? Why do you think, you know, 
Jesus is taking you to a place where he probably, because he rose again. He was the first one to rose. And he say, I'm going therefore, you know, to prepare places from where I be, you might be too. So in whatever he say is true, because all his word is true. So, in here there is a situation where the disciples are struggling in the middle of a storm. You know, a situation that it lifts up, you know, uh, from nowhere. And they are struggling on those, on those circumstances. So, in life, there are so many situations that we have faced. There are so many situations that we are facing, or some that are about to come. Which I have called for this sermon, the storms of life. You know, storms is something that we cannot control. See, it doesn't matter the technology that human beings have reached. They cannot control a storm. They can't. I mean, there come a, a, you know, a hurricane. I mean, the, the, you know, what the technology or, or the people, you know, that is special in, in the weather, they say, no, all you can do is just reach for a safe area where you can be. And if you believe in something, just pray, you know, and may this be moved from the place where you are at. But they cannot just, you know, like uh, uh, remove the hurricane. They cannot go against the power of a cyclone, you know. Those are natural things that we cannot control. Human beings cannot control it. But we know the God that can control it. We know that when we pray and when we bow down and we humble to Him and say, Lord, here only your hand can protect me. Here only your hand can help me. We have seen God make amazing things, you know. But probably we're just going through some situations that we don't know what to do. Circumstances, you know, that have hit your life. Circumstances that have hit your family. Situations that have hit your faith. Uh, or might hit your health, work, finances, or some other areas. But I just want to share with you some advices or some instructions that might help, might help us to get through these storms or this situation. And when I say that might help, it doesn't mean that the instruction doesn't work. I say it might help because when you receive an instruction, you need to be committed to it and obedient to it. You know, and that's, that's something that I have learned. In our, in our culture, well, this is very common in our culture. You know, when you buy something, or let's say you buy furniture, everything comes disassembled, but it brings the instruction how to assemble it, right? They come with the instructions, right? But you know, like, in, this is in our culture. I'm not, I'm, I don't know about you guys, but in our culture, you know, we think that we know it all, that we just get the instruction and just dump it and say, no, I can put it together. You know, like, it, it happened to me. It happened to me. You know, it tells you how it goes. You know, it tells you which one goes first, second. They even bring numbers, you know, attached to it. You know, one, two, three. And they tell you, you know, like, a, so and you, all you got to do is just follow the instructions, right? So, but uh, we think that we are so smart that we know how to put it together. You say, well, it just affirms you. I mean, like, uh, who cannot put it together? And then at the end, we're struggling. We, we just end up with uh, too many pieces or we short of pieces. But they say no. And then, you know, like uh, one time I made a mistake, you know, to just make a call and say, this is wrong. You guys packaging wrong. You know, like uh, this is something, I mean, it say that it fit and it's, and then the, and then the guy asked me, did you follow the instruction? Oh, I did that. That's when I stopped. 
You know, <laughs> and, then, and then I say, no, I did it. Okay, just grab the instruction and follow it. You know, and then when I went, when I went to the instruction and started reading it, so I found out that I have put a small part of a wool in the place where it's not. So that's the missing part that I was, you know, having at the end. So how easy it is, you know, when you follow instruction, you know, when you just do it and be very committed to those instructions. So it's the same with the Word of God. You know, you can read it. You can memorize it. But if you don't obey them, it doesn't make any difference in your life. You can, you can be born in a Christian family and die in a Christian family and that world cannot do any change in your life if you don't obey it and attach it and apply it to your life. Right? That's the power of the world. You know, that's the power of, of the message that Christ, you know, sharing with the disciples. So that's when he, when he, when he sold them that they were, you know, all, all afraid in the middle of the storm. He, he just show up and say, you know, be courage. I'm here. And the Lord is here with you. He is here with me. Because He promised to walk with us every day of our life. Till the end of time, right? So, that's what I say. You know, I'm just going to share with you some instructions that might help us get through them. As a human being, we cannot avoid the storm. We cannot avoid, you know, situations that hit all those areas that I mentioned to you. But sometimes we are just, you know, like a burning down our energy in a, in, a, in a wrong way. You know, sometimes we are fighting against something that God had already given us the instruction how to handle it. For example, if, I, if I'm struggling with, with, with hate, hate in my heart, you know, hateness in my heart, so the Lord, you know, instructions say, forgive to those one that offend you. That's, that's the instruction, right? So, but if I say, no, but you don't know what they have done to me. I say, the Lord doesn't ask according to what they have done to you, forgive them. No, He say, forgive them. You know, because when we forgive, you know, the only benefit person is ourselves. Not them, ourselves. Because they might continue doing something else to different people. But when I forgive, I release myself. I don't carry that burden anymore with me. You know, I just put it on God's hand. I say, this, is, doesn't, this doesn't belong to me. You know, when they were singing that song, you know, that, 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 he, that he shed his blood for us, that he forgave our sin, that our sin are buried, you know, in, 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 his, in his death. You know, we need to believe that, you know. We need to believe that because it's true, it's real. I mean, your life, my life, is not the only life that, he, that, that has been changed by the power of the cross. No, there is so many lives, lives that have been changed by the power of God and the reason of Christ. Because He is alive. He is alive. You know, Jesus, He is alive. I believe that. Not only because the Bible says it. Because some other people say, well, you know, that book, they've been translated into so many languages. How do you know that it... No, but I had seen it in my life. I had seen it overcoming some areas that I couldn't control. Situations that I struggled with. You know, I, I have people that have been advising me uh, since I was a children. You know, my, my dad, you know, walked along with me, advising me on what to do and what not to do. 
But when I, uh, grew, when I grew up, you know, and I became adult, you know, like I start doing my own. I just start just following my own thought, my own journey, you know. And then I, I just, you know, fill, fill up my heart with so many heinous, how many unforgiveness things, you know, people that uh, did wrong things to my life. And that's something that I, you know, it doesn't matter how much I tried to get rid of it. I couldn't. I couldn't on my own. But when I met the Lord, He did it for me. He did it for me. All I had to do is just follow His instruction. You know, all I had to do is just, you know, obey what He said. So the first thing that I want to, you know, just share with you is don't burn your energy in the wrong situations. And and so you understand this is to identify, identify the storm. Because sometimes we're praying for situations that we can solve it with just an attitude that change. You know, sometimes, let's say, okay, we have a person that we cannot shake, you know, shake hand and say, you know, oh, I'm so glad to see you because there is something that is, doesn't allow us to do it. And we're praying and we're just saying, God, help me. I want to love this person. I want to just, you know, uh, have a good fellowship with this person. We're praying about it. And all the Lord say, yes, love him. Love her, you know. Give the love that I have given to you. And, you know, and that covers all. Because that's what the Bible says, right? That the love of God covers multitude of sinners, you know. But if I don't do it, I will continue with that. You know, there are some situations that we need to pray for, and there are some situations that we just need to act. So you understand better. I will put this, uh, I'm not going to go to the passage because... I don't put it on my sermon, but it's just an example that comes to my heart. You know, when the, the, the people of Israel was coming out of Egypt, you know, leading by Moses, you know, they hit the, the sea, you know, they had that obstacle on the front. The Egyptians were right behind them, you know, just to chasing them. So, and then what Moses did, he just bowed down, he just went to his knees and started asking God. And then the Lord said, what are you doing there, you know, uh, uh, claiming to me? What are you doing there, you know, talking to me? He said, you know, get, get up, you know, and, and then stand your, 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 your role, you know, and the, and the sea will open. There are some times to pray and there are some times to act. And that's what Ecclesiastes always say, there is time for everything, right? Time to laugh, time to cry, time to shake hands, time not to shake hands, you know. There is time for everything. So, and I'm telling you, of course, you know, as a Christian, we are calling to pray. But there are some times, you know, that we need to pray. But there are some times we need to act. You know, also in my, in, uh, from the country where I'm coming from, you know, the earthquakes are very common. You know, and I tell, you know, I tell the people, you know, I tell the congregation, you know, that I'm, I'm leading. I just say, you know what I'm going to talk to you about. You know, when there is an earthquake, you're not, gonna go, you're not going to go to your knees and pray. No, you're just going to go out of the house, you know. And, and put, put yourself and your family in a safe place, right? You don't go to your knees to pray because you know that building can, can fall in any, in any moment. See, and, and that's what it's telling us. That's time for praying and that's time for acting. And I'm glad that you guys are doing that praying on Sundays. I know you, I know you guys are going to start seeing, you know, uh, uh, God's hands move in an amazing way. Because, you know, prayers... Move the hand of God. Worship touch 
the heart of God. When we praise Him, you know, when we sing to Him, we touch His heart. And that's when He starts pouring, you know, His presence and we start feeling, you know, that He is with us. So the first thing we need to do is to identify the storm. Because sometimes we might be fighting against something that we need to act. We need to just do it in a different way. So there are three types of storms that I have put down on my sermon. One of them is the storm that we created. You know, storms that we created. Or problems that we created. And I have used the, the, the book of Jonah, you know, on the verse of uh, uh, chapter 1, verse 1 to 3. And I'm just going to read it to you. You know, it says, The Lord gave this message to Jonah, son of Amittai. Get up and go to the great city of Nineveh. Announce my judgment against it, because I have seen how wicked its people are. But Jonah got up and went in the opposite direction to get away from the Lord. He went down to the port of Hopa, where he found a ship living for Tarshish, he bought a ticket and went on board, hoping to escape from the Lord by sailing to Tarshish. You know, if you read through, uh, through all that book of Jonah, you know, through all the story, you know what happened when he was in the middle of the, of the sea. You know the storm started lifting up. You know, God, he said he lifted up a storm. You know, I mean, like uh, the instruction that God gave to Jonah, they were very clear. He didn't tell them to go to Tarsus. He told them to go to Nineveh. You know, sometimes God is giving you instruction what to do. But then you say, no, I'm not going to do it. Why am I have to go and ask for forgiveness? I'm not the one who offended. Why do I have to do this? You know, and then we start arguing with the Lord. If the Lord is telling you, He wants to heal your heart. He wants to heal your inner you. That's what He wants to heal. But if you just say no. It's just like, for example, you know, the Lord putting your heart on Sunday, go to church. I say, no, I'm not, I don't feel like going to church. I don't want to go to church. And he say, no, go to church. You know, and you're battling with him. You're fighting with him. And he say, go to church. And you say, no, I didn't get up this morning, you know, in the, in the mood to go to church. And he say, no, I'm going to the mall. You know, and instead of coming to church, you go to the mall. And then suddenly, you know, I'm not saying this is going to happen to any one of you. It's just an example. So... You know, and you go to the mall. And you go to the mall and lost your wallet. And then you say, why did I lose my... And then it changed your day, right? You know, losing your wallet, losing your, your driver license, losing your Alberta, losing all the, the, the documents you might have in there. You know? And then you say, oh, I should go to church. You know, like I, the Lord was telling me to go to church. You know, so those, and you're not going to be praying and say, oh, Lord, you know, I want you to help me. You know, I don't know why, you know, this happening to me. And, and we know why that happening to us. <laughs> we know that. See, that's why, you know, if you read through all the story of Jonah, when all the sailors were praying to their God, he was sleeping on the bottom of the boat. They had to go and wake him up and say, hey, get out. Wake up, you know, the, the boat is sinking, you know, pray to your God. But he didn't want to pray because he knew it. He knew the reason of that storm. He knew why that situation was coming to his life. You know, there, there are some storms that we created. And we ask God and we say, why is this happening? No, you know, if I go, you know, let's say, for example, 
if I'm driving the street and I, and I see a police car parking there, and I say, well, I'm going to just, you know, uh, go through the red light, see what happens. I know what's going to happen. See, I know what's going to happen. You know, and if the, car, if the police officer sees me and stops me there, I'm not just going to say, oh, oh, God, why is this happening to me? I cannot say that because I create that situation. See, there are situations that we created ourselves. We created ourselves, you know. Sometimes, you know, we want to have good relationship with our kids, with our sons and daughters. But we don't talk to them much. In relationship created by communication, communicating one to another. But if I don't talk to them, how will I expect that they, when they're facing a problem, they come to me? They're not going to come to me if I don't open myself to communicate with them. They might run to the friend. They might run to the, uh, the, the teacher. They might run to the coach. They might run to those people that are close to them and talk to them. But they're not going to run to me as a father. You know, those are things that we are creating or created. But, but sometimes we are so, you know, bold to pray about it, you know, and say, why is this happening to me? So Jonah, he knew it, that he was facing in the opposite way where the Lord told, told him to go. So what I'm saying, I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what the situation you're facing. It. But all I want to share with you is just to identify where they come, came from, where they, where they started. So that way you can just aim and use the right energy or the right prayer or the right action in order, you know, to solve those situations or to go through those situations. But there are other storms, you know, situations that came to our life that the devil lift up, you know. Because this is something that uh, all, of, all of us Christians are, are, are making this mistake. We are ignoring that there is a spiritual battle, you know. And the Bible teaches that. You know, the Bible teaches that. You know, sometimes... Let's say, okay, you, you wake up, you know, so happy, uh, take a shower, get all the stuff ready for you, and suddenly you are it to change like that. And you say, well, I woke up happy. Why am I feeling grumpy right now? Why am I feeling, you know, uh, suddenly, you know, all, 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 all upset? You know, there are some spiritual things, you know, that are, you know, affecting you. There are some spiritual forces that are attacking you, you know, and putting you on, on that, on that, uh, feeling, you know, uh, for not to do what the Lord wants you to do. So in Luke 22, verse 31 and 32, I'm going to read it to you. It says this way. You know, this is Jesus talking to Peter. And he says, Simon, Simon, Satan has asked to sift each of you like wheat. But I have pleaded I have pleaded in prayer for you, Simon, that your faith should not fail. So when you have repented and turned to me again, strengthen, strengthen your brothers. So this is something that was going to come to Peter's life. This is a situation that uh, he was not creating himself. This is something, you know, that the enemy just was, or, or the devil, or Satan, as, as Jesus said, was asking to do in Peter's life, you know, in order to, to, to test his faith, in order, you know, to just make him stronger. 
But Jesus allowed them, you know, and telling what's gonna, what's, what is about to happen in his life. You know, and if you read all the, also, you know, all the passage, you know, Peter say, no, no, Lord, I will go to prison with you. I even go to the dead with you, you know, like a, but, but, but Jesus was telling that because he knew, he knew that the area that was very weak inside of Peter. So, might as well, the Lord know our weak areas. Because sometimes we say, oh no, I'm a strong believer. I'm, you know, like a good in prayer. I'm a prayer warrior. I'm in this. But He knows our weak areas. He knows it. God knows it, you know, those weak areas that we have. And unfortunately, the, the devil knows it too. He knows, you know, all that weak area. You know, if I'm a person that, I, you know, I get upset so easy uh, with somebody that behaves that way, He's going to put so many people that behave that way, and I'm going to be upset all the time. I'm going to be upset, you know, like, like sometimes, you know, I, I was just, you know, like a praying about this attitude that was hitting me. And I say, Lord, I know what it triggers it. I know what it's, you know, like a make this come alive, you know. So help me. Help me to get this area strong, you know. And sometimes when we ask the Lord for help, we think that it's just going to disappear just, just, just like that. No. You know, He put you through so many Situation like that, so you can get stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger and defeat it. It's just like when we go to school, right? See, if I if I if I'm not a very uh, smart on doing some multiplication or some math, you know, the teacher is gonna put me more multiplication, so I just get familiar with it, right? He's not gonna say, "Oh, you're not good in multiplication, so don't worry about it. You don't need multiplication, you know, uh, for 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 the rest of your life." That's not true, right? That's not true. You know, and, and even, you know, I have talked to some teenagers, you know, that they struggle with math. I don't know why they do, but they struggle with math, you know. And, and some of them have told me, why am I going to need math for, you know. They, they told me that. See, I say, you're going to need math for the rest of your life. Because even if you don't know business, you, don't, you need to know when you pay when $10 bill, how much change you're going to receive it. Otherwise, you, they're going to give you whatever they want. So you need to know. You know, if you buy something that it, it costs $0.10 cent and pay with $10 bill, and they give you a penny, a change, you're going to say, oh, well, but they gave me change. So you, if you don't know, then you're going to receive it. But if you say, no, they're tricking me. I mean, that's only cost 10, 10 cents. So you need to give me unchanged nine dollars and ninety cents. So because we know. So it's the same way. You know, in our Christian life, there are some areas that are very key, that are very basic. You know, our faith needs to get strong. Because the trials are going to come. The situations are going to come. You know, uh, the difficulties are going to come. They're going to struggle our life. Either we are Christian or not, you know, life makes us face different hard times and hard situations. You know, so Jesus knew what Peter was about to go through it. But then he encouraged him and said, but I have pleaded prayer in prayer for you. Because he, he prayed, he entered. He do an intercession prayer for us. You know, Jesus, He intercedes for you and for me. Because He knows our weak areas. He knows it. So, those are the storms, you know, that the devil, the devil lifts up 
So Peter was going to be tested. But Jesus encouraged him and said, I, I have prayed for you. So when you come back, you know, when you repent and come back to me, you have to encourage your brother. You have to strength, give him the strength to your brother. Those are the, that's the second storm. And the third one, you know, is the storm that God put us through it. Because those ones are, are, we're not going to avoid it. It doesn't matter if we are, like Jonah, you know, going to one direction. He always going to bring it to the direction that he wants and he has prepared for us. It's not like, uh, you know, like uh, uh, the enemy is going to come and ask, you know, to test your life. No, this is something God wants you to go through it. This is something the Lord wants you to go and, and experience. And, and I, I'm going to read the book of Acts, uh, chapter 9. And I'm going to read about Paul, you know. Acts, chapter, uh, chapter 9, verse 15 and 16. And he said this way, But the Lord said, Go for soul is my chosen instrument to take my message to the Gentiles and to kings as well as to the people of Israel. And I will show him how much he must suffer for my name's sake. So this is, this is the Lord, you know, saying this. I mean, like, a, who, who, who wants to do a job where they tell them, but you're going to suffer, you know, through this job? I mean, if you go to a job interview, you know, and they're interviewing you, doing that interviewing to you, and say, but you're going to suffer in this place. You know, there is people that they, you're not going to like them, and they're not going to like you. And they're going to make your life very hard in this place, you know. So, I, I think, well, I don't know about you, but I will just get on my feet and say, okay, it was nice talking to you, so bye. I will leave. I will leave. Who wants to go to a, a place to work, you know, when they, when they, you know, just in the introduction, they tell you the kind of people, the kind of situation, the kind of circumstances, you're going to go through it. But then, you know, the Lord is just saying to this person that's going to go pray for, for Paul or Saul uh, at, that, at that moment. And then... Uh, he said that he is going to, uh, you know, to show him how much he is going to suffer for his name's sake. How much he is going to uh, uh, go through hard situations for serving the Lord, for preaching, you know, the gospel. And most of us, you know, that are very familiar with uh, Paul's life, we know he suffered. We know he struggled. We know he was in jail. He was... Beat up, he was, you know, on the sea, you know, like when, when they thought he was dead. He was a stone was one time when people thought he was dead and they left him, you know, like uh, laying on the street, laying uh, where he was. So he suffered for serving the Lord. But it was God who put it through those situations. It was God who put it through this, those circumstances. Because, you know, when, when God put you in one place, he's there to walk with you. And walk you through that. So therefore, I don't know what situations are you facing right now. I don't know. But you know it. So identify those situations. I have named storms of life, but are, those are difficulties. Situations that have gone out of your hands. You cannot control it anymore. 
Either you have decided to give up and surrender to those situations, or you're going to say, no, I'm going to start acting on those situations. I'm going to make it through it. I'm going to make it through it. You know, if it's my health, I'm going to start asking the Lord, what do I need to do? If I need to change, you know, my, 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 the way I, I feel in myself, if I need to change, you know, this thing, I'm going to start doing it. If it's your health, if it's some other, some other areas, we need to take action toward those situations. So, identify the storm. Is either a storm that you have created? Is either a storm that the devil has lift up and test your faith? Or is it a storm that God has put you through it to make your faith stronger and tell you, do not be afraid. I'm here with you. Because we, we need to walk with this reality. The Lord is with us. Um, finish this with this. I was talking to a pastor one time, not Pastor Greg or Blair. But I was telling him how God called me to be a pastor or to become a pastor. And I was telling him how much I enjoy doing this. And then he looked at me and said, do you enjoy being a pastor? And he was another pastor. He said, yeah, I do. He said, do you enjoy listening to people when they're going through problems or situations or Marriage breakdown or, you know, family separation. Did you enjoy uh, seeing people, you know, that struggling with some addiction? Did you enjoy? And he started mentioning so many things that people go through it. And I say, well, honestly, I don't enjoy that. But uh, what I do enjoy is to see them how they get back on their feet, how they overcome, how they, overcome, how they get strong, how they defeat it, how they re- realize how strong our God is. That's what I enjoy when I see them, you know, that they know that the potential was inside of them. It wasn't on the other people. It was inside of them. That's what I enjoy. And that's what I serve, the God I serve, because I know He's mighty and He's powerful. And I know He can turn any storm around. He can just rebuke any storm from my life, and He can do it. And if He can do it with me, He can do it with you. He can do it with you. You know, probably you are going through some storms in life that need to be identified. Where are those coming from? In order to prepare yourselves to face them. Because we cannot run from it. We need to face them. Because sooner or later, you are going to face them. Sooner or later, I'm going to face those storms. And that's what the Lord is preparing us for. To face those storms. But I'm not going to go along with this message. This is going to be another message. You know, when Pastor Greg and Blair don't feel like preaching, I mean, I'm sorry, I say it too loud. Okay. <laughs> now, when they invite me again, I will share, I will share with you uh, facing the storm. Because to face the storm, you have to get prepared for it. You know, facing the storm is not just saying, oh, no, I'm going to go and face No, you have to prepare yourself. You have to get ready for it. It's just like, you know, for, for, for our people, I tell them. When I say our people, it's, you know, from people from my culture or our countries. We're not so used to the winter, like the winter here. We're not so used to. Because there's no snow in our countries. 
So, you know, over there you just get a sweater, then you just survive the winter. <laughs> Here, no, you gotta get the coat, you gotta get the other coat, you gotta get just, you know, like, you know, when I, when I moved to this, to this, uh, country, and, and, and I just hit the first winter and start getting ready to go out, I told my wife, I just feel like an astronaut. I just feel like I'm putting so many cold, you know, in order for me to go out. And it's true. I mean, like, you go, even the way you walk, you know, it changed because you have to start walking like, I got so many clothes, right? But you have to, you have to protect yourself. You have to cover yourself. I mean, if it's minus 30, minus 40 outside, I mean, you don't want to just go with a sweater. So, in the same way we prepare to face the changes of weather, it's the same way God wants to prepare us to change it, to, not, to, to face the situation that are changing in life. So things are changing in life. So all I want to leave in your heart today is just identify the storm you're going through. Identify the situation you are struggling with. Might be personal. Might be family matter. Might be some health issues. Might be some things in your faith, you know, that are hitting your faith. Making you feel not like going to home, making you feel like uh, not talking to any other believer, making you feel like uh, being, you know, like uh, isolated and not talking to anyone. See, because not, that's not a good sign. You know, when you're a believer, we are called to be part one to another, you know, to, to, to just pray one for another, right? To communicate, to interact one to another. That's what the church is, you know, to interact one to another. So when you see a Christian that is start getting isolated, you know, Reach for that person. Talk to that person. Because I see, I seen this in this documentary. You know, I was watching a bunch of elephants. You know, and there was a big crowd of lions that wants to, you know, get get something to eat. But they knew it. They cannot go. You know, where all the herd of elephants are, no matter how strong the lions are. So they start isolating one. You know, moving it away from the herd, no? Moving it away. So, and when I saw that, when I saw they put it, that was an easy target for them. That was an easy target for them. So that's the same way, you know, the enemy sometimes works in our life, you know. If you enjoy, you know, like a interact, you know, fellowship one to another, just keep it that way. When you feel like you're getting isolated, isolated reach for help. Don't hide yourself. Don't cover yourself. Reach for help. Because that means God, God wants to prepare you for the storms that are about to come into your life. So, the, the other sermon of this is facing the storm. But this one is the storms of life. To identify the situation you're going through. It, you know, And God is going to give you the guidance what to do. And what we need to do. In order to solve it in order to walk it through it, and in order to defeat those circumstances. So, may God bless you all, and may this world make life in your heart, and the Holy Spirit make it alive in you. Okay, bless you.